Welcome everyone to Launchpad here in Puckburg, a podcast for the daring do bad and good puck tales on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Sullivan, aka Shaggy Von Doom, with another episode of Puck Tales. Woo-hoo. And the you know who on the other end of the woohoo is none other than Randy Lynn Miller Goal of the Richmond Retrievers. How is it going? Hey, great. I've uh if you've been looking at the here in Puckburg socials and everything that we've been got going on, I've been beating the drum for raising money for this incredible, incredible cause that hits close to home, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But um I would like to thank everyone for the support and everything that you've been doing um uh, when it comes to the Richmond Retrievers. Um at time of recording, the initial goal was met. So let's do a victory lap and double down on it. So um Randy Lynn. Welcome to here in Puckburg. Thank uh, you. Let's get started <laughs> at the beginning. What about the game of hockey stood out to you? Uh, actually, the Mighty Ducks. From, Interesting. From very, very beginning. Um, it was definitely the Mighty Ducks because I never considered myself like an athletic person. Um until uh, and it's not that like I, I don't know I just no sports ever vibed with me until I seen the Mighty Ducks and when I seen the Mighty Ducks I realized if they can do it anybody can <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- this looks like something that I could do I was really into it and so I started playing street hockey and it was from there that I met someone that played ice hockey and they invited me to join their team uh, the Rhode Island Panthers and from there, I just, I became a goalie and my um, experience with ice hockey just went on for another five, six years. Wow. So you said you got started in the game of hockey in Rhode Island? Yes. Yep. So wow. I played Rhode Island Panthers and I played for Coventry uh, High School varsity hockey. How about that? See, now we have evidence right here in Puckburg that Rhode Island exists. <laughs> You're the first person I have met from the Rhode Island area. So yeah, we're there. Not part of New York. We're we're very much there. <laughs> yeah, I know it's uh an internet like theory, like all those that go flat earth and uh, all these different theories. I saw one the other day. Is Rhode Island actually a thing? So who knows? People are bored with this pandemic. So <laughs> whatever you can come up with, I guess. Rhode Island's got a lot of hockey and really good pizza. See, that's what I was about to ask. What does the hockey scene look like in Rhode Island? Um, well, it it's popular. It's it's really popular. And excuse me, we have um, we have a lot of rinks. I played between two rinks in Rhode Island. Uh, here in Richmond, we're we only have two rinks. <laughs> well, no, we have two and a half rinks now because they just opened one in Powhatan. Uh, so that's exciting. But in Rhode Island, rinks were like everywhere. There was a there was even in high schools, there were rinks inside high schools. So it was easy to get ice time. Um, and a lot of our games were in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. because 
it's like right over the border being we're such a small state so most of our games we would go against Massachusetts uh teams and so I played a lot of hockey in Mass a lot of hockey in Rhode Island some hockey in Connecticut uh but yeah very very popular you mentioned that Richmond has two and a half sheets of ice and it was uh, a dime a dozen in Rhode Island. Tell me about the Richmond hockey scene before we get into the Retrievers. Ah, yes. the I mean, hockey is very popular here, too. Uh, when I first moved here in 2016, I was told a lot by mostly non-hockey fan people uh, that hockey really wasn't that popular. And I was thinking in my head, no, hockey's the greatest sport in the world. This is a lie. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have to kick open the door. Like, I just have to find the community. Yeah. And I I did. I did just that. Uh, I looked up the rinks online. I did find, okay, there's only two ice rinks. And, well, two. By then it was two. Now it's two and a half. Um, the half sheet actually, I think, opens in October. So it's very new. Wow. Uh, but there are a ton of teams here. And, you know, the there's school teams, they have the Richmond generals. Um, there's a lot of just a lot of teams uh, that play and they're all fighting for ice right now, especially now that we're getting into the fall winter season. So really the best time to get ice is spring and summer. Um, we're we're going to have a season it's just we're not going to be every sunday like we were through um june july and august but they did promise us ice but they said you're you're going to be competing with a lot of teams which means hockey's very popular well, <laughs> and you can hear by the way you're talking about finding sheets of ice and like going to that and so you're that level of hockey fan that doesn't take like moving to a new location like being told you're not going to find ice around here and then getting online and looking for it. You're that level of fan that you're going to find that ice, which is, it shows your drive. It shows your passion. And we're going to segue that passion into the retrievers. We talked about Richmond. We talked about how you grew up with the game. Now tell me like I've never heard before in my life, what is the Richmond retrievers and why does it mean so much to you? All right. The Richmond retrievers, uh, we are, an adaptive special hockey team. Uh, we're part of the American Special Hockey Association. That, that's our league. And when I joined, we were the 100th team to join the league. Now there are 116 teams. Wow. 5,000 registrants across the U.S. And so the, the American Special Hockey Association is growing. I didn't know there was a league for this. Um, I just knew there was a need for this because my son has autism. Uh, he has hypotonia, epilepsy. You know, he was told at one point he wouldn't even walk. Um, and I got him on skates in 2019. And I learned he can walk, he can skate. Maybe he wasn't meant to walk, he's meant to fly. You know? <laughs> and I was determined to find a team for him. And I realized the closest team was in Arlington. And then I learned um, about the Arlington, the Nova Cool Cats, and that they were part of the American Special Hockey Association. And then I put it out there on the internet. You know, I just, I, I called it manifesting it to the universe that if there is not a uh, special hockey team or an adaptive hockey team for my son, I want to start one. And I don't know how to do that. And 
in less than 24 hours, I was contacted by a woman named Jen O'Brien. Uh, she's the director for ASHA. And she said, uh, hey, I got, you know, somebody reached out to me with a screenshot uh, that you're looking to start a hockey team. Let's talk. And I, I said, oh, my God, who is this? You know, and, <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, this is real. And I called her and it, that was mid-March of this year. And so in mid-March, um, I talked to Jen and I agreed to start a hockey team for Richmond. Um, 24 hours later, she called me back saying, well, the Caps are very excited. They know all about you. And I was saying, the, the Caps know about me? Wow. Because... Um, yeah, the ASHA, it, I mean, we have a partnership with everybody. She um, she works with someone that's on the board for the CAPS and the NHL. We have a partnership with Bauer, and they have a program called Bauer Gives Back. So they sent us equipment. Wow. Uh, the NHL partnered with uh, Bauer Gives Back, and they sent all my players' equipment. Um, you know, but the community here in Richmond, they really, once I had my logo, my name and countless sleepless nights of determination to logistically pull this together to find out who do I need to contact, you know, who's, who's going to help me get the word out. I need to reach families. Yeah. Um, I need to find volunteers. I learned about hockey night in Richmond on Facebook. That's where I found all my volunteers, hockey night in Richmond. Um, my families, I found through a network with VCU because I am a family navigator through them. So I help advocate with other families um, who have similar needs as my son. So between everybody, networking is our powerhouse with ASHA, with the retrievers. Networking is it's important. It's everything. Um, so I've built this network and, you know, the community just came together and they learned about who I, who I am, what my team is, what, you know, what we're about, what I want to do. We're a nonprofit. Uh, I said from the beginning, this team has to be nonprofit. I'm going to need to get donations to acquire equipment, to gear up our players, you know, cause we're dealing with families that are in a similar situation as me, they have loved ones who have disabilities, equipment's expensive, hockey is expensive, and we need to offer some respite on that. And to make this option, you know, not only available, but also sustainable and, you know, just like really an option for them um, without them having to worry about, well, what is it gonna cost me? That, that's been my biggest question. What is it gonna cost me? And when I tell them nothing, they were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I tell them, look, the, the equipment's out there. People need to clean their garages out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> We've got, and this is exactly what happened. We have all the Richmond Generals players and their parents are just all too happy to clean out their garages. And we've had a lot of equipment donations, uh, leveling the playing field in Washington. Well, no, I think they're in Maryland, actually. They, yeah, they drove down equipment for my original uh 10 players at the time and we're up to 16 players now wow. um so they drove down equipment and uh just a ton of donations to help us get on the ice and from there i contacted the rink i told them this is who we are we're new you know i gave them a flyer i gave them the american special hockey association website so you can check us out 
And they said, wow, yeah. And they were all too happy um, to get us some ice time and get us going. And yeah, from there I had a meet and greet and the parents were very concerned, like, hey, um, what is this gonna look like? You know, I'm very scared. What if my kid falls? What if uh, they can't follow instructions? I said, <laughs> with special hockey, this is what makes it different from the, just the club hockey or league hockey uh, is that we are adaptive and we are going to meet each player where they're at um, from acclimating them to the ice rink environment, to wearing gear, um, to being on the ice with one-on-one -on -one support. That was my other big thing. We have to have one volunteer per player. And from there, you know, I want them to fall. I want them to learn how to fall, to be safe, to explore, to play. Uh, there's really no, we have some structure, but it's, everything's very flexible. So we're dividing the ice up. We're giving one side to, you know, the players learning how to skate. The other side where the players know how to skate and they want to play some games. Yeah. Um, we just, we meet them where they're at. If it's not fun, we're done. Then we yeah. move on. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing. We have to, we keep it fun. We keep it at their level um, and we meet them where they're at. If they need to get off the ice, that's fine. See, and like, and you can hear it in your voice and the way you're talking about this, like the way that your two worlds blended with this, this whole, I, I haven't talked about it on an episode before, but I'm a divorced father and my son has Down syndrome. And this is, this is something that not just hockey fans need to know about, but special needs parents need to know about as well. I didn't even know this was out there. And when I saw, I can't remember, I think it was somebody tagged your, uh, the drive that you guys had going on. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? And I remember following and seeing what you guys had going on. And it was, it was the Reese cup of my life. It blended peanut butter and chocolate. It was everything into one. And I've been, I mean, you guys, what you're doing is absolutely incredible. And I've seen the video of like what you guys do at like around your practices and your, um, what do you call the, the PVC, uh, gliders out there? Ice gliders. Ice gliders. Okay. Those yeah. are, yeah. those are absolutely incredible. Like I've been seeing everything you guys do and it is absolutely top notch. So when I saw everything you're doing i was like we have to get this on here in puckburg to spread the story of like you have a fantastic heart and you can hear it with the way you talk about not just the game but um how you lit up with talking about organizing all of this for the retrievers and it's just it's incredible and it's the origin of here in puckburg is to hear that heart when it comes to the game and you are the epitome of it you are the definition of it and it's fantastic that what you guys are doing because it's top-notch it's it's the cream of the crop to quote the prophet macho man randy savage but <laughs> you guys are the cream of the crop and um um what is it like organizing those you, you talked about um convincing the parents that it's something safe because i know what they are thinking about like um what is it like organizing those events and getting those together um describe the atmosphere um with the athletes and the parents um 
you mean like when we start practice when they arrive what that's like yeah um, so um when they first like on the very first day it was just the perfect storm um it was so exciting and it was so chaotic and it was just wild and it it wasn't like the wild that gives you anxiety it was just like you you want every minute of it yeah <laughs> because you can feel the energy moving through the room like you know these kids their eyes were lit up um because a lot of my players have siblings that play hockey and they have been forced to just have to watch them because there was no opportunity for them. Um, you know, and now they know like, this is my chance. This is my, I have a team. I can't, yeah. you know, they wanted to get on the ice at meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. We can't get you on the ice yet. So it, when they knew it was like the day, uh, Oh my God, it was amazing. And every day since it, like that magic, that, that excitement in their eyes um, it, it is always there. Yeah. And it, you know, it didn't go away June, July, August, that same excitement is there. Those same kids with the same magic is there. Um, they, they get geared up our, our volunteers help that a lot of them get geared up. Uh, sometimes the parents, uh, help them gear up. And sometimes, uh, a lot of our junior volunteers, parents will help parents gear up. And I love how the community has came together because that's really you know, more so than being about hockey, it's really about their community. Um, you know, they get on the ice and they know there's no pressure. Yep. You know, they're, they're just, there's no anxiety. There's no, no pressure. They know that there's no expectations of them at all, that this is their world. And that has built so much confidence in them. And it's built so much motivation because they know everything is at their terms. They have choices and they're really part of a team that truly understands their needs. Um, that's meet, meeting their disabilities while celebrating their abilities. You Absolutely. know, when you're on the ice, when you gear up, you put on your Jersey and you get on that ice, your labels that doctors confined in this very small narrow box are gone you are a hockey player you know nothing else defines you you are a hockey player you know it, you might be like level a b or c or whatever you know depending yeah. on what you're skating but you're a hockey that's it you're a hockey player you are a richmond retriever and nothing else nothing else defines you there's no box and see and it's it's when you talked about um getting um bauer was helping with the gear and the donations this is one of those reasons we put that out there because these uh these athletes it means so much to them to have their stick their team their jersey their helmet all these things that we take for granted being quote-unquote hockey fans um yelling and screaming and you got you roll your eyes because ah, oh, well we got beer league tonight at eight and you just you take these for granted this this world right here everything means so much because it's that community and that belonging um it's you can't put words on how much it means to these athletes and why we are so passionate about helping you guys out like it's i know from firsthand what that looks like 
with my son when it came to when he played sports and just it was the how he would look at his jersey and his like his equipment like that that just it shifted my world and that's what these athletes do they'll change your mindset and they'll they'll change your life for the better and helping causes like this not only help the game of hockey but help those who treasure it and hearing you talk about all this it just i'm glad this is an audio podcast so you guys don't see me getting misty-eyed what you're doing is absolutely incredible and what you're doing for these athletes are incredible and you can like if you will towards the end we'll throw out the socials how they can find everything but when you go follow the retrievers on like instagram and stuff you can see these practices going on and what we're talking about and then it, it really puts everything into perspective and it's one of those why not help situations and it's it's to an incredible cause and again i know i've said it about 30 times this episode i'll say at 31 thank you again for what you're doing thank you i yeah my every one of my players and their families are all just incredibly grateful um you know that the team exists that we have so much love and support from the community uh, um <clears throat> they're they're incredibly blown away by just the generosity of everyone donating their time um their equipment you know helping us pay for ice time and just just supporting our cause and these kids are incredibly and i shouldn't say kids because actually um my team starts at age you have to be age five but you can be like 105 there's no age cap to join my team uh it you just have to have a disability that would, you know, make it so you couldn't play on another hockey team. And other than that, I'm, I'm hoping to get more adult players. Um, I'm really hoping for that. And because I want to grow, we want to grow our, our ice family. Uh, but our, yeah, our team is so incredibly grateful for every piece of equipment they have. Um, I know from when they got, you know, the used pieces of equipment, it wasn't, it's new to them. And they, you know, and in fact, they, they just appreciate everything you give them. And then when the equipment from the NHL came in, that was just like, this is for me. Yeah. This from the NHL, like they were, uh, you know, that, that really made them feel like, you know, accepted that really made them feel heard, seen, um by by something so big and to be part of something so big already a lot of I know with my son I can speak for my son like he don't he didn't have any friends yeah he didn't have any friends but now he has friends and it's the same for a lot of my players you know they may have had siblings but a lot of them you know their parents are just they have so much going on and, you know, to be a, a special needs parent or just to be a parent in general, it's isolating. It can be isolating. Yeah. You know, it, you're, you're reliant, you're reliant on your kid's social life. Like, well, my life's going to be as good as theirs. So yeah. you know, let's get you a good social life. But yeah, I think I nailed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. But my, yeah, they're, they're incredibly grateful for, for anything at all um anything and just have the program and even if nobody gave them anything they're just grateful to have this community yeah and that and the community that 
I mean, again, goes back to the basis of this podcast is connecting that community, connecting stories. Like I'm a hockey fan from Birmingham, Alabama, who gets to talk about hockey. Uh, It's leveling the playing field and this, this connection and this community that we, we talk about, we grow and we connect with. It means so much to those that really have a hard time finding a community and always feeling on the outside. This is your family and your community that you find on the inside. And uh, from this point forward, Harry Puckberg is backing up everything you guys do. We love what you do. And before we wrap up, go ahead and throw out your socials and throw out the, uh, for those that are not in the Richmond area, um, throw out the uh, organization as well that covers everything. So maybe they can research it in their area and see what options are available for them on their sheets of ice. Okay. Um, so we're the Richmond Retrievers and we have, uh, our website is richmondretrievers.com. Um, our email is richmondretrievers at gmail.com. And then on Instagram and Facebook, we're Richmond Retrievers. We do have, we don't, we have a Twitter, but we do not do anything with it. Um, so it, our strong point is Instagram and, um, Facebook. Uh, and also for the American Special Hockey Association, they are specialhockey.org. And I would also like to put out, I have my own personal website, uh, www.rlmg.me. So Randy Lynn Miller Goal.me, um, rlmg.me. And that is where everyone can learn more about <clears throat> other things that I'm doing. Um, being, I'm a local author and I do write a lot of books related with hockey um, and related with my son's journey and my journey um, with, you know, raising him and just having this journey with him, you know, uh, to get him everything that he needs to uh, meet just what he needs. Uh, with autism, with epilepsy, with hypotonia, um, all different forms of like, not like therapy, but like, like horseback riding, music therapy, like really different things people don't think about. And now hockey, and I'm going to be writing a book about starting this hockey team. And (laughs) I look forward to that very much. Um, And we have some children's books about hockey as well. And uh, because our our logo, um, the retriever, there's a little story behind that. And part of the story is because a retriever is the perfect service dog mm-hmm. and retrievers love being on the ice. They love it. And they love being in water. So water, frog water, um, and you know, it, it just flows with Richmond, but also because my son's favorite hockey player is Ryan Donato and he has a golden retriever named Moose. So, wow. And him and Ryan are pretty good friends. And Ryan's father, Teddy Donato, uh, he was my favorite hockey player, my hero growing up when he played on the Boston Bruins. And he's a coach for Harvard hockey now. And still my hero, you know, I said, I, I always wanted to be a hockey player as good as him. No, I just want to coach as good as him. And uh, they also have golden retrievers. So, <laughs> Hobie and Dexter. And, you know, retrievers are such an important part of our life. And now it's even more important to our community having the team. Uh, so that's awesome. 
children's books based on golden retrievers, um, based on Moose, who is our mascot. <laughs> um, and the final one I don't want to forget is the Richmond Bombers. Yes. And they are our biggest supporter. They are our biggest partnership. Um, I are they're the heart of our program. Uh, I swear we have half of their team helping us throughout this whole summer. They're just amazing on and off the ice. And I definitely want to put that out there. Everyone should check out the Richmond Bombers. Absolutely. I, I, now that you mentioned that, I think that's exactly where I saw your posts initially was yeah. through the Bombers. And I've, yeah. I know the Bombers well. Might actually be having them on the show in the future. But um, definitely. definitely a team uh, talking to. Yeah, um, absolutely. And again, thank you so much for everything you're doing in the game of hockey and with these incredible athletes. Um, your socials will be tagged in the socials for this show. So when this episode drops, I want everyone to let just get this message out there. Um, if you have friends of yours that you know that are parents of those that could be potential future special athletes send them this story because they need to hear this i promise you definitely and again thank you so much for coming on and uh if this is your first time stopping by the show you can find us again on twitter at h puckberg on instagram here in puckberg on instagram underscores in between the words you can find us on facebook and if you'd like to come on and share your own puck tale, you can email the show at here in Puckberg podcast at bellyupsports.com. So for me, Kyle Sullivan, Randy Lynn, the, the person I want to be, <laughs> you are incredible. You are Thank incredible. You. Thank you guys so much for stopping by here in Puckberg. And we will see you again real soon. <laughs>